Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. And for those of you that are new here, I'm glad to have you along. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about or exploring this idea of the multidimensional cyclical nature of women and how tapping into that or aligning with or living our life in greater alignment with it allows us to feel more of what we desire, which is alive and whole, resilient, happy, peaceful, kind of all the things that we're looking for, balanced. So buckle up and stay tuned for the episode. Welcome to the Life Cycle Lady podcast, the place to be to discover a deeper connection to your whole self. My name is Julie Hughes and I'm your host. This podcast is my answer to the deep connection of working with women for over two decades and seeing how similar our internal whispers are. I explore topics that shine a light on these whispers that women speak to me as a professional and bring a voice to it in this space. This podcast explores the whole of us and gives you real life mind, body, spirit tools to bring into your life to create more whole and alive from the inside out. You can find more about the work that I'm up to over on thelifecyclelady.com. Hope you enjoy the episode. So let's let's dive into the topic. Let's start with our exploring. So you might wonder what I actually mean by multidimensional cyclical nature of women. It's kind of a huge mouthful, actually. And it is basically our intrinsic nature. It's just something that we are never really taught about in school. Not, not many of us even know um, what it is. And we definitely don't know how to kind of move our align in greater alignment to it. So let me talk about the dimensions themselves. Let's start there. So the first dimension of our cyclical nature is probably something that you're really familiar with. It is our circadian rhythm, right? Our circadian rhythm is basically our daily rhythm, our 24-hour clock. It is also called the solar rhythm. I would say that it is um, more of a quote-unquote masculine rhythm. Um, just a reminder, if you, if you didn't know, or, or my stance on everything is that we are all masculine and feminine. There is both within us. And so when I'm saying masculine, there's no way I am dogging on men. <clears throat> just this is more of the masculine rhythm, right? That solar rhythm. Our solar rhythm regulates our body's daily processes. So our solar rhythm is regulating things like our digestion, our sleep cycles, our hormonal cycles. And it really just sets up the way if we were actually to tune into them the way that our daily rhythm is supposed to play out, right? And so if you didn't realize, many people in the Western world live in this idea of kind of like a go, 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 do, do, do culture, right? We live like it's always summer. So this even the solar rhythm, within the solar rhythm, there is that ebb and flow to our days, right? Um, but our, our modern day lifestyle kind of goes against and acts more against this circadian rhythm. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about 
what is kind of the natural and then how are we kind of getting out of alignment. So the natural part of the circadian rhythm would be that we have hormones that kind of help us in the morning we feel or we should feel awake and alert and like ready to start our day. It's where we should have the most energy. Our cortisol levels are the highest or they should be as we're getting up in the morning, right? And they kind of peak around that nine, <clears throat> for everybody it's kind of different, eight, nine, 10 o'clock in the morning. We should have really high levels. It helps us get out of bed. It helps us start our day. It helps us like our brains think more clearly. Um, and so if that's not happening to you, then that tends to be a sign that there's something that in some way you're not living in alignment and there's some sort of a breakdown happening in your body, right? So that kind of takes us through our morning and then we go through lunch and the digestion process happens throughout the day, right, as we're eating. And then we get around that hour of three or four o'clock in the afternoon and there's a bit of a slump. And that slump is actually um, really, really normal and really natural. It's kind of like a reset as we go into maybe a slower part of our day. For most of us, or many of us, that's when we have our second cup of coffee or fourth cup of coffee to kind of get through that rest of the day. Then our circadian rhythm kind of slows for those evening hours and then it kind of is ready for us to go to bed between the hours of 9 and 10. I don't know that I've worked with a whole lot of people when I first start working with women that actually go to bed between the hours of 9 and 10. This is the natural circadian rhythm. There's basically what I really want to point out is that there's ebbs and flows in that solar rhythm of the day. And it also is very, very um, in charge of regulating our body's daily processes, like that digestion, like that sleep, and like our hormonal health, right? And this is not just a female thing. This is also something men experience. Men, if you were to look at their hormonal structure, they have greater, like, testosterone is much higher in the morning. That's why a lot of men wake up the way they do in the morning. And it's why, actually, if we were to live in alignment with, in terms of, like, sexuality with our hormonal rhythm, a lot of us would be having sex not in the evenings after everybody's gone to bed and after days of work and as our hormones are like kind of going down, but actually in the morning hours, right? <clears throat> so you can see how our modern lifestyle is really starting to act more and more against this. We push ourselves to stay up late. We push ourselves to get quote unquote me time after the kids maybe have gone to bed or after you're done with work or maybe you've even started more work and you've done that till 10 and then you need a little bit of downtime. So we're like just pushing ourselves, pushing ourselves, pushing ourselves, and we're acting against our daily rhythm. We really want to engage in maybe uh, some exercise, and so we push ourselves to go to the gym maybe every day, maybe three times a week, and we, we just kind of are in this push is kind of what I want to say. So let's add this other layer this other layer of rhythm is infradian rhythm or infrared rhythm. This is a cyclical aspect of women beginning at the age of puberty and ending around the age of menopause. So obviously, given that, <laughs> that means that it is more aligned with our cyclicalness of menstruation, right? It does in part, not just, this is not the only thing it does, but it does regulate the menstrual cycle and affects 
all of the things all of the cycle long. And you may not know it. You might or probably are kind of blaming it on other things, some of the things you might be experiencing, right? Because most of us did not learn about our menstrual cycles other than the bleeding part and what we could do to plug it or catch it. Um, But we didn't learn about the inherent values to our health. We didn't learn about that it is a whole cycle, not just the bleed. We didn't learn about so many aspects. And I have a lot of podcasts on kind of the health and wellness that our menstrual cycle teaches us, right? So you can check those out. But most of us definitely do not know about it or, or live in harmony with it, right? Instead, what I mostly hear is women feel bad about themselves and they push themselves and they act like it's always summer because we the feeling bad about ourselves comes from this idea that everybody else is doing it. Everyone else is, can make this work. They can do all of the things. So why can't I? I can't never get it all done. It's never good enough. Why am I always so tired? Why is this? Why is that? Right? And so we kind of feel, we feel bad about ourselves. Like we should have this thing down and we don't. And so we push and we act like it's always summer until for many women, their bodies start to break down. And maybe women's bodies are breaking down now through their experience of menstrual cycle discomforts. And they don't even realize that that is actually a thing that they just think that that's part of having a menstrual cycle. In reality, though, our infradian rhythm really affects so many different things. It affects our brain. So you actually have a 25% change in your brain's actual chemistry over the month that men do not have, right? So you can call yourself or call yourself like that period brain or that kind of like fuzzy thinking that uh, in reality, in my viewpoint, is really tapping us out of the thought processes of our brain and the thought process tapping us into or forcing us into the thinking of the heart. And if you didn't know that your heart actually has neurons in it, it, it does. And so there is thinking that happens in the heart, right? And so that natural brain shift that happens around this point in our cycle or this point in our infradian rhythm is actually bringing us into deeper alignment with this heart space. It's bringing us deeper into alignment with what may or may not be going well or aligned in your own world, right? There's a lot of, well, there's a lot less thinking with our heads and a lot more tapping into our hearts. It's a very simplistic way of saying it, but that's actually what's happening, right? And so a lot of women that I hear think, well, I can't think during that part of my cycle and I'm so fuzzy. And it's, it's not that you can't think, it's just you're not thinking in the same way. And we haven't actually surrendered to and or explored what this different part of our brain chemistry can be. How the connection between the left and the right side of their brain, which only happens for women who are menstruating, what that can gift into your life when we really actually allow it to be and even explore it, right? Our infradian rhythm also affects our metabolism. It is very normal to have that metabolism shift, right? 
That pentatazolam shift, if you find different points of your cycle, you have greater or less than appetite. That's just the way it is. That's part of this infradian rhythm. And so people who are on strict diets and find it really hard to follow the diet at certain times, it's because your body is actually needing more calories, more and different things at different points in your cycle. And so there is such a thing as cycle syncing, meaning eating right for different parts of your body. Um, I have actually yet to do a podcast on that, but there are lots of people who have done them. Um, Alisa Vidi with Flow Living is amazing, and she has a whole like program on cycle syncing that you can check out that's very affordable. She has an app. Um, it's awesome. <clears throat> the other thing that it affects is our immune system. Uh, there's lots of shifts in our cortisol levels. There's lots of shifts in our stress levels. There's shift in our ability to for our immune system to function because our body is focusing on different things, right, at different points in our cycles. And it's also affecting our stress response, right? And so it is very normal for our brains to change. It's very normal for us to have those metabolism shifts, to have the cortisol shifts, which means that you're going to be able to do more intense and high-impact things at certain times in your cycles. You're going to want to sleep more at certain times of your cycles. In fact, there's research that women need at least 20 minutes more sleep than men because we have a lot more processes going on in our bodies and we have a lot more repair that needs to happen. So for those of you that think sleep is lazy, because I've heard that a lot over my years of working with women, that you don't need as much sleep, that everybody else can operate off six hours of sleep... What you don't realize is there's so much work going on when you're sleeping. And if you're not sleeping, you're not getting that work and repair done on your body, right? So these two cycles impact each other. So how well you honor that actually circadian rhythm, your daily rhythm, affects how well your infradian rhythm or your even your menstrual cycle works, if you don't sleep very much, if you are somebody who gets that three, four, five, six hours of sleep, it messes with your hormones and then it messes with your menstrual cycle. And then your menstrual cycle gets probably pretty cruddy and maybe then you go on a pill to try and control it when then you're not having a cycle and you haven't addressed the underlying issue. It's still there. You've just put a band-aid on it. And at some point, <laughs> you're going to have to address it, Right. And that is very, very normal. No one tells you that when you go. You just say, I have all these issues. And they say, okay, well, here's a pill for you. And they're like, sweet, sign me up. Right? There's not all the other stuff being given to you, though. And this, the flip side, if you don't honor your infradian system, if you don't honor that rhythm, that natural ebb and flow that happens throughout your month, then that can really affect things like your daily rhythm, like that cortisol getting up in the morning. Probably you're going to be one of those women that feels exhausted in the morning and not because you got six hours of sleep, but because you just always feel like you can never get enough sleep. And that's a direct result of something that is called, uh, one name is adrenal fatigue or allostatic load. I have done a podcast on that. You can check it out. But it is not that, it's that on, not honoring of your cyclical infradian rhythm affecting your now daily rhythm. And it affects sleep is often the first thing we see. And then it also is really, really a big factor in affecting moods, right? But here's the deal. We live in a world 
that is really solely based on circadian rhythms, right? On that daily rhythm. And we try to fit in that box. Like we are round pegs trying to fit in square holes, right? Our women's rights or empowerment has even tried, like feminism has even tried to fit into that. It's like, well, let, let's just make us equal. And we are equal, but we are very, very different. Our rhythm is very, very different. And if we just try to be equal and fit into a quote unquote man's world, right? Just get her done. And we show up in that way. It is, first of all, not honoring our, our natural nature, and it's also not honoring our natural power that you can find when you're exploring the cyclical nature. It doesn't mean we're lazy. It doesn't mean we're less than. It doesn't mean we can't get as much done. It just means we do it in a very different way. We think very differently. We can live our lives very differently based on what's going on inside of us, and we don't. We just try to fit in and be equal, right? We have to take our female reality into the choices we make. And for some women, that can bring up a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings, a lot of woundings of I'm not good enough, of that comparison mode of, well, she can push through it. Why can't I push through it? Or um, just like dogging on what it means to be a female. Just all of those things can really, really come up. Because our value in our culture is around that circadian rhythm. It's around that get it on culture. And so if you don't fit into that, you can feel not good enough in comparison, right? But the reality is the person that you're, that woman that you're comparing yourself, you don't know her underlying issues. You don't know how or how not broken her body is. Or we all mask it very well. We all wear very good masks. And so it's time to take those masks off and it's time to start talking to women and really sharing that, that this is a thing for us. And if we actually explore it, what we can find is we feel more whole inside. There is a reason that one in five women have polycystic ovarian syndrome. There is a reason why so many women have endometriosis. There's a reason why so many people have PMS. There is a reason why so many women have fibroids. There is a reason why all of these things are happening because they have not been here forever. This is a new thing in, in the history of women, all of these women's health issues. Not saying that we have always honored our cycles, but the way that we are pulling away from them and trying to control them and just go, 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 busy, 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 do, do, do all of the time, this is new. The fast pace is new. The never slowing down is new. It is very new, right? And so we're seeing the direct impact in our hormones. But also more than hormones, we're seeing the direct impact in our mind, body, spirit in the way we feel about ourselves, in the way our mental health is, and in the way we feel or lack of purpose or just meh. A lot of women just feel like meh. Like not surviving, they feel like surviving and definitely not thriving. And they feel like when women say thriving, like that's just a, somebody trying to sell you something, right? That's not really a reality for women. That's just like some coachy lady, right? Me, <laughs> trying to sell you something. And I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you anything other than it can be different for you. But it means that you have to explore 
what it means to be this multi-cyclical being. And you have to really start exploring, and I would say this for our whole culture, we have to start exploring living our lives out of different values. And one of those values is a value of alignment rather than control. Our actions deregulate our internal clocks. And then we have to invent things to help us rather than change our lives to live more in alignment, right? So one of those things is like everybody's on their computers or whatever, and so the whole blue light thing, and that's messing up with our melatonin, and it's messing with our sleep. So instead of just like shutting our devices off and not going on them after maybe five o'clock or something, we have invented the blue light glasses, right? It's a very small example and kind of you might even think a benign example like, oh, well, I have the blue light glasses. But we do that in so many ways. Instead of like actually living our life, exploring these parts and aspects of ourselves that could be very powerful and then living in more alignment with them, we live a life of trying to control them. Right? We are trying to control our cyclical nature constantly. We control it through birth control. And not birth control because you're trying to avoid getting pregnant, but birth control because maybe you hate your cycle. Or maybe your cycle has a lot of issues, and so you've been asked to go on birth control. But any of those things, like I said, is a band-aid, and it's just making you so you're actually not living in that cyclical alignment. Right? And there's ways of healing that definitely some of them require work for sure and requires a really big shift for some women and for some women not. It depends how, how loud your body is speaking. And I have to say I know this because I've been there. Right, So this isn't just somebody who's like uh, not walking the walk. I've walked the walk. I have been a type A perfectionist. And I had to try and break all of that down to feel whole inside so that it's I'm not feeling like I'm constantly pushing against my body, but living with my body. That I live in alignment with my body because I am a whole being, a mind, body, and spirit being. Right? And then seeing how that actually changes life for you. How that changes your experiences of your moods. How that changes your experience of eating, how that changes your experience of do versus go, how that changes your your experience of do you have to earn self-care or is self-care just just given and what is self-care is self-care just loving on yourself and like having happy thoughts about yourself and stopping that bully or does it have to be that yoga class or can it be both right so all of these things of living a life of alignment versus living a life where you're always trying to control everything. And even if you think about your own internal emotional world on just a little bit of a tangent, being okay with that internal emotional world, being okay with the anger that may come up as a guide to tapping you into something, right? Being okay with the guilt that may come out. Guilt for me is when you're out of alignment with your moral code, right? With your values, it's showing you where you're out of alignment or where your values maybe need to change, right? So all of these, for me, even the emotions that come up are signposts. They're not bad or good. They just are. 
And when we let them be, and when we express them, or when we explore them, then again, we create that wholeness. And what does it feel like to be feel whole? It feels like you're not wearing the mask all the time, that you're not like constantly stressed and like holding everything so tight, that you're just allowing yourself to be who you are and explore who that is, right? So... I think that pretty much is covering what it what I want to show you. It's not it's not rocket science. It's just that we have these multi-cyclical parts of us and that we just don't live within them. And I just really needed us to know that it's okay to explore that and to begin to see what could that look like for my life and to know that not everything is going to fall apart. Right? Your life doesn't fall apart because you feel more tired at certain points of your cycle and you want to say no to a lot of things, right? It doesn't mean you cease to exist or, or do anything like that. It just means you live in greater alignment. And what that looks like for you and me will probably look differently. And it is a journey, right? So if you would like to learn more about your multi-cyclical self, head on over to my website, thelifecyclelady.com, and you can check out my seven-day free Cycle Me Up or my newest super short, super cheap course, which is actually called Cyclical Living for Women, where I give you concrete ways to start shifting your life to being more in alignment with your cyclical nature. So thanks everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this, make sure you, I don't know, subscribe, drop a like, send a comment, um, just show me that you're out there in the world. All right, everyone. Until next time. Thanks. Bye.